स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रूम जिम सुन रहे हैं गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर सात मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आप कौन हमारे साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अठेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि बाहर का मौसम बहुत ही खूबसूरत है वो बर्फ कहाँ गई जिसकी वो जिसका हम बेकर से इंतजार कर रहे थे आएगा आएगा डोंट वरी बर्फ आएगी 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 आएगा नहीं आएगा कोई और बर्फ आएगी आएगी Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Uh, I actually don't get affected by weather, but um my assistant gets affected terribly by weather. She says it's dark. Yesterday it was dark at 3 o'clock. She says it's dark. I don't feel like working. I'm like, go get a light. You know those uh, mood light enhancer <laughs> lights? Yeah. <laughs> We can't afford to have you not working. Yes, I know. Um I also don't think that the the sun changes my mood. Oh. I do get a slightly happier. <laughs> I I noticed for myself the last like last couple weeks is whenever the sun comes out even for a couple hours I come into work with the biggest extra big smile I usually come into work with a big smile but extra big smile when it's sunny. <laughs> yeah no I, I a lot of people get affected by the weather. Yeah. A lot. In fact it's the cause of a lot of depression. Mm. Uh and uh you know I, I mean I I can't understand it but I but I can sympathize. Mm-hmm. Well people from uh India Uh, don't find it very difficult uh, the winter winter months here you know <laughs> this reminds me when my mom first came here uh, we're talking like i don't know 207 yes and on a sunny day the neighbors would say oh what a beautiful day and my mother would look up and it was in summer yeah. right like yeah so what's what's the big deal yeah. now she understands <laughs> why people say what a beautiful day because most of the days it's raining mm-hmm. right so she had she was us anita why do they keep saying what a beautiful day it's just like a normal day i'm like mom wait wait till winter comes then you'll know wow yeah and it rains so much here that's so why. much yeah so uh you were going to tell us something about all those killings and oh you know, knife knives and shootings and what's going on in uh, Burnaby Well I'll start off with the sad news um there was a 15 year old boy in Burnaby near Metro Town and he got stabbed he did go to the hospital with non life threatening injuries which is good but we don't know why he got stabbed or you know what the motive was whether it was just a random attack like we've seen a lot in downtown but Burnaby is very close to home you know and it's it's terrifying because when i go downtown i'm scared you know but then when i go to metro town i'm like oh it's fine you know i don't think i'm going to get stabbed here i'm not worried but then to hear this it's like okay yeah. yeah actually you know i i read yesterday there was this dog walker in north van that's right did They you hear that attacked. yes yeah i mean somebody just attacked her and pummeled down her face and yeah. you know everything it, it it's it's ludicrous i can't even think this would happen i think there are some mental issues with people and aggression uh, aggression issues so much aggression and also uh, if you look at downtown by the way um we don't have any area where people can safely you know i mean when i first came here uh davy street and robson street were two streets that were always very busy mm. people would go there they would have fun shops were open till late nightclubs were there but there's hardly anything in downtown vancouver anymore everything is there no it isn't as vibrant as it used to be 
It's a little bit scarier, I guess. I yeah, don't know what it was scarier. like before. Like, you know, Rong Rong, my assistant, she basically said she used to enjoy going downtown, yeah. having a meal, yeah. like, you know, on Saturday or Sunday, spend basically yeah. four or five hours there. She says, now I, I just don't feel like going down. It's it's too scary. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I And I think... Uh, the new mayor, Mayor Sim, needs to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the general consensus. Right. I, you know, I go in my car and I park underground and I go up and you right. know I don't notice anything. No, but kids, I mean, younger generation, not kids. I beg your pardon. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they find they're literally finding it scary to go there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was shocked when she told me this. Yeah, and you know, it, when when the teenagers and uh, younger people are stopped from. You know, going there, the businesses down there are going to be closing down. Right. Uh, there is an area near, uh, I think, Chinatown, which has been attacked so many times mm. by people who are homeless. But then, you know, there are issues. And this is, uh, when when you look at seriously as to how and when did it start, it was during the liberal government when they closed down. Riverside. Riverside. I, I totally agree with you. You yeah. know, there's a, they, they just decided that it, it was, I think it was all about uh, the protests that came about, about what's happening. Instead of reforming the system, right. they let people who are actually dependent on medication right. just go out in the street, give them 500 bucks for yeah. a room, and that's it. That's it Absolve yeah. themselves of all responsibility. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I think are, that was the worst thing that could happen. There are nine things that they did, and that was the, one of them was this. Yeah, know. it was actually, that was really, it has had so much repercussions on the legal system, on the policing system. Mm-hmm. You know, there's backlog of people like, you know, if these guys are under the influence. Yes. And the cop stops them and they just push the cop. I mean, yeah. it it's it's a criminal offense, right? It is, yes. And then they get booked for that. Yeah. And then they don't forget to come into the system to attend court. Mm. And then they get, the, the, the rap sheet keeps growing. Mm. And essentially, it is a health issue. Mm-hmm. It is it a health issue is. that has led to congestions of the court, of the legal system, mm-hmm. and of course, the streets are in disarray. Oh, total, total disarray. They used to be, um, when we first came here, um, downtown was an area that you would want to go to have a lot of fun. Uh, and during Christmas time, Hastings streets used to be just the most vibrant streets street in downtown mm. it's now, very sad and now it's just nothing but you know people who are homeless have got their homes there what tents do you do and their tents so what do you do about that you know there's nothing you can do you can't say to them they have to leave well, where would they go which is what they tried right remember yes. they were evacuating them and they were like taking them all out telling yeah. them that you know you can't be here and like but they were. But where do they go after that? Right. Fire hazards. There's just to keep warm. They, you know, uh, you see lots of these um, incidences just to keep warm, especially in winter. They're like in a little tent, and then they use gasoline on the floor, and you know, just to get the fire going. And then there are fires, and mm-hmm. it's very, very, very scary. Yeah. But it's very sad. This is something actually. Uh, the government needs to make a huge effort to actually try and clean it up. I'm I'd just wondering, what would it take? Because Riverside is still empty. The entire building is still empty, still standing there. Nothing oh, really? is happening. Oh, yeah. There's nothing I mean, this is there. before my time, but I believe that the government doesn't want to take that responsibility. It was a human rights issue Yeah. that people were being forced in there. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're captives. They're like, right. so the solution was not what they 
what they did. Yeah. Mm. The solution should have been to improve uh, the, facility the, the facilities and, yeah. and the caregivers improve their lives so that they can actually, you know, um, enhance these people's lives. And a lot of them uh, require medication in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. So if you let them loose and they don't take medication, their lives, the quality of their lives deteriorate. Have you noticed? I, I've observed in Hastings, their faces have changed. Oh, yes. Their bodies have changed. Yeah. Some, most of them are limping, but you can see the teeth are mm. gone. Mm. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. It's it is very, very sad. sad. And, you know, something that I, I like to do is I will strike up a conversation with someone who I who is on the side of the street, not necessarily in downtown, because if I'm alone, I, I am a little bit scared. But, you know, outside of the dollar store in Richmond or out on the um, on like the entrance into onto mm. Knight Street there's always people there so I always ask them like oh hi like how, what's, what's your name and we'll mm. talk to them a little bit I'll give them some hand warmers and some foot warmers or a gift card to Tim Hortons because I keep that stuff in my car um, but just to hear them be like oh my name is da 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 and some of them are just so excited like just I remember to talk this to one somebody. yeah his name's like my name is Christopher Nolan like nice to meet you what's your name and it was so nice and then he has a brother named Richard who's also on the side of the street, mm-hmm. right, on the Knight Street Bridge area. And he, too, he's very nice, and they remember me. So it's like it's so it's so nice to see that there are good people in the community as well who are, you know, unfortunately on the side. But there are these scary stories of people who are homeless and stabbing people and, you know, just wanting money and they're like, you know. That, that part is mostly, again, it's an issue with addiction, right? Yeah. Now, addiction cannot be you can't just have safe injection sites and and, and wash your hands off it Mm. addiction is a problem it's like diabetes or any other problem but Mm -hmm. it's harder to fix and if you are just given 500 bucks and said okay go get yourself a room yes where do you think that money is going and even with addiction it's like you have to want to get better in order to get better in my family i've there are people who are who are dealing with addiction but as much as many times as they go to rehab or whatever, like they're not going to get better unless they want to, you know. True, it's a very complicated subject. You know, I've I've, I've spoken to some people who have been in addiction and who've come out of it, and mm-hmm. how hard it is. And yes, yeah. you have to have some. Uh, you have to have like most of these people. They've had some who have been able to get out have had some life-threatening. Yeah, uh, incidences in their life that said, "Well, this is it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it." And at that point, they're like, "Okay, now I have to fix this." You know. Yeah, but even then, the system is not equipped to help the people who need the help because mm-hmm. of the rules and regulations. You know, if you if you actually start earning a certain amount, you get cut off. You know, uh, mm-hmm. help. Then you don't get any medical this or that, and it's 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 actually. It's a, it's a huge problem. Of a it's it's a, it's a big problem. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. can be addressed. Yeah, it someone be has to have the will, political will, to address it. Well, let's then make that happen. <laughs> yeah, you you've got all the political <laughs> connections. You know, I heard that there's more than a million dollars being spent on the east side every day really? through all the charities and this and that. If if that could be organized into a proper right. fund, like it's it's the gospel church, this and that, the yeah. government support and all that, uh, you could solve that problem with a million dollars a day. Mm. Anita Dalakoti is in the studio and she's going to be here till three o'clock. We don't have time to listen to the second story, but um, you feel free to stay here if you'd like to. And all our listeners, please stay here with us. And uh, if you need to talk to Anita or address this question or give your views on this question, 
we would love to get your views on. Let's take a caller on the line. Sure. Line four, how are you doing? Hi, good afternoon. Great, thank you. Good afternoon. Um, so I think a couple of things. I think um, if you look at the problem and the issue is um, I work uh, in the school system. Mm -hmm. And um, we're talking about that age where, as you said, someone had mentioned when you guys were speaking, that this, in schools we know the, the backgrounds that some of the children come out from. Mm -hmm. And then we just skip to when they're 18, and, you know, they take care of it in the system, and, you know, maybe they get them clothes, maybe they give them food, attention, whatever. They come from very different backgrounds, abuse, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. At 18, it's like the floodgates open, and it's like, okay, go now, bye-bye. Exactly. There is no, so how would addiction not just keep going on and on? Where else do they turn? These are 18-year-olds that we were holding hands a little bit during school time, and now you're like, there is nowhere to go. Suddenly we're looking for people to take care of them. The system can't take care of them because they're 18. How is this a good thing? And secondly, I would just like to say that um, as far as Vancouver is concerned, and then once it happens in Vancouver, it kind of goes into all the sub areas, Richmond, etc. They spent all this time, six people with $100,000 plus salaries deciding on how much cup fee to charge people while that money and time could have gone to take care of what was supposed to be taken care of, like building the streets, building, I mean, building the buildings to house all these people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Makes so much sense. That does, yeah. Yeah, you know, all our systems are, um, the intentions are very good, but there is no follow through. Mm. And uh, with something as big as addiction, there has to be some means of following through, you know. Um, so out of, you know, I think less than one out of 100 will actually come out. And, you know, even for me, I'm 21. I still don't feel like, you know, I'm I'm so I know everything. I know what I'm going to do with my life. I know how to take care of myself. You know, I still live with my parents and I'm still very reliant on them. But, you know, being 18, I never felt different from being 17 or 16 or 15, you know, because I just graduated high school. I'm still a kid. So, yeah, you're right. You know, being able, having these floodgates open and now you are like, oh, you're an adult now. You take care of yourself. Right. That's it. it. Being yeah. adult. It's, it's sad. It's sad. And, you know, a lot of these kids come, um, it's not only coming from broken homes or anything, even kids who have, who haven't been identified with whatever, you know, ADHD or ADD or issues like that and have, you know, decided to just leave their home, the government then supports them till they're 18 and mm -hmm. then off you go. Yeah. So they are suddenly left in the middle of nothing. And another thing too, if we go back to you talking about how people have uh, medication they need to take at a regular time, people with schizophrenia, people with BPD, you know, bipolar, and like they need those medications. When they're on the medications, they feel fine. Oh, I'm better now. I'm okay. I don't need them anymore. Absolutely. You go off and you have an episode. Absolutely. You know? So it's exactly. like as much as you think you're okay now, you still need these medications to stay okay. Exactly. And they Connor, have thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You wanted to finish your thought? No, that's fine. Uh, it, it's just that you know it's 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 a it's a very depressing topic. It is, uh, you know, I in my small mind don't have a solution, but I'm sure 
there are greater minds than mine who can get together and actually solve this problem. It, 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 it is not correct for a first world country like Canada to have such, to have Hastings Street. I've been saying this for the 23 years I've been here, yeah. um, but nothing has changed and I guess I haven't done anything either. Oh, wow. We'll have to talk about that later on. <laughs> Let's take a short commercial break and come back. And if you have any questions uh, from Anita regarding RRSPs or how to uh, how to um, how how to save some money, please call <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Sure. Vice Radio or Radio Ranjim Sundram. Gapshap ka program hai. Anita Dalakuti humare saath hai. This segment is going to be only four minutes. Oh, okay, so we overtook that first segment. First segment was uh, 18 minutes. Okay, so let's start with RRSPs. Oh my God. It is the last few days that you can go and get yourself an RRSP. Okay, what if you don't do it? What will happen oh, then? Nothing will happen. The only thing is you'll pay more taxes. Ah, so Money is going to go out of your pocket if so, you don't do it. Oh, I see. So to reduce taxes... You go and do RRSPs. The, the goods and bads and the pros and cons of RRSPs will be discussed later. Right okay. now, okay. you want to pay the taxes to the government? Go ahead. Don't put your RRSP. Because the taxes, once paid, you will never get back. Okay. So... आपको you buy anything, uh, you will pay GST, yes. right? Food also. PST as well. PST, okay, kapdo, shabdo mein PST yeah. lagta hai, yeah. but food mein GST to lagta hai. Okay, so, so wait a minute, GST ke saath saath, 5%? PST bhi wo le lehti hai. To 12% hai. ho jata hai, yes. right? Then you are in a tax bracket which, which ranges from like, you know, 13, 15, 20, 30, 40, 53% tak. Yes. So the person who is paying 53% plus 12% yes. on other stuff. Yes. So you're paying what? 53 plus 12, 65%. So your hands are 35 jata if you're in the highest income Haan. bracket. So what do you do about it? There are very few things you can do, right? Haan. So there are two categories of people. People who earn an income, right? And people who are self-employed. The self-employed person can at least write off mm. many things. Mm. They can write off their, you know, uh, travel, if they're going to meet clients from one place to another. There are certain things you can't write off. If you're going back and forth to your office, you can't ever write it off, mm. right? But say you are visiting a client on the way to the office, you can write off that mileage, mm. right? Then you can write off entertaining. Then you can write off, you know, if you have a home office, mm. you can write off a portion of your electricity, uh, electricity your, telephone, your bill. telephone bill, your cable bill, your right. rent, everything, a portion of it. So you have a few ways of reducing taxes other than, um, you know, uh, following the RRSP, mm -hmm. TFSA. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have... Um, Private equity, flow-through funds, which give right. you... I, I'll talk a bit about flow-through funds when you tell me that the segment is over. The next segment, I'll talk about flow-through funds. It's okay. meant for the very affluent okay. or people who are earning very high salaries. Like I have clients who are earning $600,000 in salaries, mm -hmm. but 
they actually give more than 260 in taxes. Wow. Right? That's daylight robbery. That, that is like two or three people's salaries. That's right. So, and you, you, you know, it's a vicious cycle. So for those sort of people and for people who are in the highest income bracket, mm. there is something called flow through funds. Mm. And I'll talk about them. Mm. But right now, uh, what I wanted to just emphasize is till March 1st, you have a chance to go and do your RSP. Go to the nearest bank and just even put it in a, you know, savings account. Well, there is a start age Im, uh, limit and uh, uh, ending age limit who people who cannot contribute to RRSPs. So usually uh, you can contribute right up to um, 71. But if you have unused RRSP room hmm. that you didn't, you can still contribute it. But the point remains is like, you know, because at 71, you're forced to remove your RSP by the government. Right. They will make you take out a certain percentage every, every year. Every year. And they set that minimum withdrawal amount. Right. Right. Because you're riffing it. It becomes from an, a savings plan. It becomes into an income plan. Mm -hmm. So because the government has to collect those taxes that mm -hmm. they allowed you to defer all these years. Right? right. So that's that's what happens. But I do have clients who still do it. Yes. Right. Who are earning an income and they'll still put in the RSP to yeah, to take off. And if they have a balance as well. So, yes, if you have room, you can still do it. Uh, but it's based on earned income. Okay. But the room doesn't go away. No. Right? It does, yeah, it just, it's just, does it make sense to do yeah. it after a certain age? Um, you know, it's, it's each individual case where you will look into it and see the merits or demerits of doing such a thing. So, um, a final thought on RRSP, March Penditak, go ahead and do it. Yes. You will be saving on your taxes. You will save on your taxes, whether if you're in the lower tax bracket, you'll save less money. If you're in the higher tax bracket, you'll save more money. And at the same time, it's a forced saving because eventually in retirement, you do need money. When yes. you have no other sources of income except CPP and OAS, you need to augment that to live a decent lifestyle. All right. We'll take a short commercial break because um, we took a longer time talking the first break. But Choti's a commercial break and then Anita Darakuti will be back um, with flow through uh, funds. Funds. Uh, people do want to find out more information on TFSA, but TFSA has nothing to do with RRSPs. They have nothing. I'll, I'll briefly talk about those two right. difference. Uh, but um, uh, TFSA is also a tax saving tool, but it's not at time of tax. It is the growth on a TFSA which never gets taxed. Perfect. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. 604 280 1200 6429 Whatever you make, you've got to save a little. Mm. That's basic 101 financial planning. Right. right. You make $10, you save two of them. Right. For a rainy day or for retirement or whatever it is, an emergency, everything. Right. In today's, you know, credit card world, plastic world, people are basically making $10 and spending 14 Right. Yes. So they are forever in debt. Yes. And debt is a very expensive thing. Uh, it's worse than taxes. <laughs> because <laughs> there's nothing to show for it, yep. right? So the government has given us tools and means. Hmm. Uh, till today, I'm surprised people don't 
know what an RRSP is. You know, I've been doing this for so many years here, mm. Shishma, but still I meet people who don't know. And pe- new people keep coming into this country. Mm. I remember myself for the first five years until I actually joined the sector. Mm. Uh, I, I used to work with uh, Best Buy, mm. head office, and I didn't know about RRSPs. Nobody told me about RRSPs. Mm. I, my day-to-day life didn't involve getting in touch with a financial right. advisor. Right. So uh, what we need to understand is even though we are taxed to death, there are tools to minimize. It is foolish not to utilize those tools. Yes. The first one is your RRSP. Yes. Right? You uh, basically contribute, mm. and that year you will pay less taxes. Simple okay. as yeah. that. You know, the details so, you can get from the... From the accountants. Uh, yes. Not accountants. Yes. Just even just Google it or, yeah. you know, ask your financial advisor. The second is TFSA. So mm. when you contribute to an RRSP, it immediately reduces the income for that year. Right. And the government gives us 60 extra days of the following year, like for 2022 taxes. Right. Till February 28th or March 1st of 2023. Yes. Because we don't really know how much we've earned. Right. Till the end of the year, unless you're a salaried employee and you know. But then when salaried employees also get bonuses and their bonuses are declared in, you know, January or end Feb. Right. So the government gives you an opportunity to catch up and save on those taxes. Okay. So you contribute to your RRSP. Say you earned $100,000. You have $18,000 room. Mm. If you have utilized all previous year's rooms, Mm. then you basically can put aside $18,000 and your income that you're going to be taxed on is reduced by $18,000. Right. Okay. But the TFSA is a different tool. It doesn't give you a tax break. Right. But what it does is you're buying the TFSA with after-tax dollars, right? So obviously you're not paying any taxes on the dollars. You've already paid You've already paid taxes. Right. You know, so you're buying it with that. But then any growth after that is never taxed. So when the government came up with that, obviously they must be thinking, what were they thinking? Okay, the the main thought process behind this was that the RRSP was not sufficient ah, for people right. to save money for their retirement, right. right? Because if you're earning a small amount, a small amount of money, the RRSP is capped and the RRSP is punitive when you try to withdraw it, mm. right? Because you have to pay taxes now. So in times of need, that was not a good savings tool. Right. It is a great saving tool for savings tool for retirement. Right. So they came up with what happens when my roof suddenly starts leaking, now, I right. can't, you know, I have to attend to it. Yes. So I borrow, beg this, you know, what right. do I do? Right. So they came up with this tool that, and you know, when they initially started it, people scoffed at it mm. because, oh, what am I going to do with $5,000 a year? Right. Well, $5,000, it started off with 5000 then it went to 5500 then one year it went to 10000 10, and then right. came down to 6000 6500 6, for a long time, and now it's sixty five this year. Right. So, but they have, the TFSA has some really good, um, things that people don't know about. So people say, okay, I have a TFSA, but if you don't invest the money and it doesn't grow, it is useless. Yes, Mm. then it is like any... um, Savings account. Well, it is still better because even if you get little, that little you're not paying tax on. Right. Right? So in the TFSA, when you, like there are people, very sophisticated people who bought junior mining shares, right? So you go into, it's a high risk thing. You go into it, you buy these shares, they're worth like two cents a share and suddenly they hit some mineral, right. right? And these two cents a shares become like $200 a share, right? Right, And you've hit the bonanza. And now, so say you had only put in uh, $5,000. Right. Those 5000 became $100,000. Right. If you pull out this 100000 from your TFSA right. for whatever requirement, right. you can put back that same 100000 because you 
earn that much in it. That's right. So that is amazing. People oh, don't know wow. that. Oh, okay. The pe- well, I think the reason why people don't know that is that they nobody has explained it to them the way you are saying right now. If you have your money in TFSA, you put it in some other things that Yes, even but, you know, yeah. the, you know the, the example I've given you is for a very sophisticated person. A, mm. An average person is not going to go and buy mining shares. But if he puts it in mutual funds and you make 10% out of it, yeah, uh, the next year 10%, 10%. So your 5,000 you, that you put in, say, it ends up being 10,000. Yeah. If you pull it out, yeah. then you can put back 10,000, yeah. right? The following year, right. but you can put that. So that limit of our uh, TFSA yeah. keeps increasing if you've made money in it. So if, if, say, for example, from day one, the limit has, the, from, this was, this started uh, in 2010. 2009. 2009. So from 2009 till now. You could have put, if you've never put money yeah. in, it's 85,000. There you go. But those of us who have put money in and have made money, our room is more than 85,000 because right. the amount of money we made, we yes. can recontribute back. Okay. Which many people don't know that. No, yeah. So it's 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 that's the main difference. So I advise people open a TFSA account, invest in a mutual fund. Uh, when the time comes, January, right, or February, see if your TFSA, um, you know, if you have if you've got enough money for your RRSP. If during that year you made money when you pull it out of the TFSA and mm. put it into the RRSP, mm. it is there's no tax involved, mm. right? So you may have made I don't know ten percent. 15%, mm. 5%. Of course, you could have lost money too. Mm. So, but, but that money is not taxed. That, no. that much more you can, put, you can afford to put in the RRSP. Right, right. right. So find a savings tool. If you're going to save, like I have just got a new client who is saving 600 bucks every month. Right. And she put 300 in one bank account, 300 in another bank account. Uh, this is for my, you know, she's a teacher. For mm. my, you know, in summers they get less mm. salary or no mm. salary. Mm. And this is for my fund money. Mm. And I'm like, mm, do you have a TFSA? She mm. said no. Mm. So now she has seen the light. And basically she's putting 600 into a TFSA account with me. That is going to grow, hopefully. And she can use that for anything. Mm. You know, basic planning that the banks encourage you to do. Put aside money in, in these accounts so that you mm. can keep them separate. Mm. But you can... Go a step ahead of that and actually think that if I'm putting 600 into a TFSA account and every year, I, even if I, you know, that's 7,200, mm. even if I make 10%, that's 720 bucks that I've increased my value, right? Right. And, 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 and you're not going to pay taxes on no, it. No, not so at all. It, it, is, it is actually a good tool. So um, I wanted to talk about... Um, Flow through. Flow through. Right. I'll just give a... Flow throughs are, um, you know, I, I will introduce them. Yes. And then we can talk about it after your uh, okay. break. Break. So introduce them first. <laughs> so flow through funds are meant for people who are in the highest tax bracket and have exhausted their RRSP room, they maxed their TFSA, and they're looking for a tax break. Okay. Or, so that's one high, high um, income person. Mm-hmm. And the next is someone who has uh, realized capital gains. So you, you had a house, you sold it, and suddenly you've, you've come into you know, $500,000 of capital gain because that's how much you made on your property, which is a very usual thing. You know, mm-hmm. It's not an unusual thing. If it is your primary residence, mm. you don't pay any taxes. Mm. But if it isn't your primary residence, then it comes in 
to As your income. income. Yeah. So suddenly you're a modest income earner. You earn, you know, fifty to eighty thousand dollars a year, but you made this wonderful investment in property and you sold it this year. Suddenly, and you made a profit of five hundred. Suddenly, half of that two hundred fifty thousand is going to come into your income as income. Mm. So now, say you were making eighty thousand, two hundred fifty. Mm. This year, your income is going to be three hundred thirty thousand. Right. Now you're obviously in the 53% tax bracket. Obviously. Right? So is there a way to reduce this or to mitigate, uh, you know, this complete... Because there's nothing you can do. You have to pay tax at the income level you are at in that particular year. But there is a little But catch. there is. Okay. So to, to find out how you can save that, keep listening to us. And if you have any questions, please write down these numbers. 604-280-1200. 604-299-8863. We'll be right back. Spice Radio, Radio Ranjan Sundar. Gapshap ka program hai. Anita Dalakoti aaj humare saath hai. And uh, we've got a caller on line four. Line four, how are you doing? Hi, you can turn your radio down. Please, caller. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Shishma ji. Hi, how are you? This is Namaste ji. Shishma ji, I've got a question for your host. Yes. Uh, if you have capital gain and uh, if you have previous losses, how many years can you go back for claiming your property uh, losses? Uh, your Capital gains can be written off against capital losses, right? So yeah. I believe the losses carry forward uh, uh, three years or actually, you know what? I'm going to have to look that up, but I will let you know before the program is over. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I believe losses can be carried forward at least three years. And uh, the property tax, uh, uh, the property gain uh, taxes, if you want to defer them, can you do that? Yeah, you have to be, for property taxes, you have to be uh, 65 and older, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can defer it, uh, you, you know, but they, there is interest attached to it, right? Yes. So it'll come out when you pass away. And uh, all, all the value of the house has to support it. Oh, I see. Okay. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863 are our telephone numbers. If you have any questions from Anita, please give us a call. So, Anita, flow through uh, funds. Yes. So, flow through funds are basically... <sighs> a kind of investment that the government gives you a 100% tax break for. If you invest in, you know, um, there are eligible investments for flow-through funds. These are very risky investments. And one of the things you have to agree before you get into this is that you're willing to lose all this money. Oh, my God. Yes. So these are investments. The government encourages citizens to invest in mining uh, you know, exploration. Hmm. So what happens is if there is a flow through, um, uh, if there is a fund that is approved as, because these funds are not traded. Oh, achha. So you could get the money back. Right. And what they're saying essentially is before you get in is that you are willing, you have the ability hmm. to lose all this money. So, okay, take care. Okay, so, bad me ha, no, 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 you, you, you can ask. Ha. So basically, yeah. So what what the the logic behind this is if you are in the highest tax bracket you get whatever you put in 
it will come right off the income. Hmm. So say you're saving 53%, hmm. because if you don't do a flow-through fund, you're going to give that 53%. To the government anyway. Yeah. But in these flow-through funds, the government gives you a tax receipt not only for that 53%, they also have the CEE credits, hmm. which gives you another 15%. Hmm. And this goes for the period that you're invested. Hmm. These funds are private investments. Okay. These are people who are investing in, say, uh, mining and mineral operations. Are so, these speculative? Uh, definitely. They're okay. speculative. Okay. But, you know, we need to do that as a nation. Yes. We need to, you know, how do, how, how do, how do you fund it? The fact that the government yeah. is giving you a complete tax break, mm. it generally amounts up to about 100%, uh, percent, okay. right? It could go up to 105%. Right. Um, now, what could happen with these? Now, I only started doing these in 2019, and I have a very small select clientele because in order to invest this, uh, you have to be an eligible investor. Hmm. You, you, you have to be earning uh, a certain amount of money. They have clear criteria, right? It says your net asset alone or with your spouse in case of an individual exceeds has to exceed 400,000. Mm. Or you and your spouse have to have a net worth of more than 5 million. So say you don't have cash, but you have assets, net worth. Um, and, and, and it is, um, you know, it is um, that itself yes. precludes people who are, uh, you know, earning a modest income right. uh, from investing in this because it is right. considered very speculative and very right. risky. And there is a possibility that you might lose everything. Yes. And and you have to go in there thinking that this money I have given the government tax. So it choose we might get money back. You will get. Most, yeah. In most cases so far in the... Yeah. Well, I can't say that like going on radio that you will get it back. But yeah. my experience has been that what happens is that um, the only catch here is that when you do get it back, you're taxed as capital gains. Achha. But that is like capital gains ends up being 25%. You're right. Because when you the reason they tax you as capital gains from zero, because you already got the benefit. You got mm. the 100% benefit, right? The government sends you a T-slip that says, okay, so you've got that. So now if you make money on that, yes. right? So then Even if you don't make money on that, that whole yeah. amount which is lying there is considered yeah. your your ACB, which is your adjusted cost based, the money amount you spent for it is considered zero. Mm. So all of that is considered gain. Mm. But there is a way to do this so that you do systematically. Like I started in 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Each year I'm buying into a... Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm basically, I research one. I don't mm. do too many of these because mm. it is meant for a very special clientele, mm -hmm. right? For those people who are earning a lot or who are coming to, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, cash on mm. that particular year because of a sale of a property. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that can happen to anybody, even a modest income earner. So um, it is an amazing tool. Either ways, you're either going to give it to the government, you pointed out right. That's right. So it is a, it's like a no-brainer, but it's not meant for the weak of the heart. <laughs> like, you know, you, you, you don't want to get into this unless you are, you know, you've got that philosophy. If I can save this much money, right. then good be, so be it. Anisha, do you ever get people asking you about Bitcoin and what are your thoughts on Bitcoin? Yeah, it's a fascinating thing. I wish I'd got into Bitcoin in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, again... 
Okay, from a theoretical point of view, I think the, it's not Bitcoin itself, but uh, cryptocurrencies yes. are going to be the future. The governments might adopt them, they might regulate them, yeah. but it is the future. You know, how many of us actually write checks out now? You know, I was talking to Nutan, who's just come back from India, and she said, street vendor plate tap with your phone. Right. So there is no cash So in China they have yeah. this app, WeChat. Yeah. yeah. And the Chinese people among themselves, like I have it because you know, yeah. we're all Chinese speakers and we, we um, use WeChat. Right. But it is a currency on its own. You just need the WeChat money. Ah. That's it. And everything from buying food, renting, everything you can do on WeChat. Oh, so think about it. Yeah, there's a caller as well oh, who sure. wants to ask you a question on that. Yeah. Line four, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Fine, thank you, Jeet. I had a question. Um, the last the flow fund that you were talking about, could it be only for personal taxes or could it be applied to uh, um, self-employed income? Uh, any, any, anything that you earn in self-employed income, right? So I, my income is mostly self-employed. So I do it basically in my, you can even have it in your corporation. That's what I was wanting to know. In your corporation, you can uh, apply that flow of uh, Exactly. But think okay. about it. In a corporation, if you're qualifying as a small business, yeah. your tax bracket is only 10%. So okay. it doesn't make sense. Uh, well, it makes some sense, but not too much because your write-off won't be 100% then. No. It becomes 100% if you're in the highest tax bracket and 53% is immediately taken off and then you get the CE credits and credits along the period that it's holding. Now, how is this possible is because these mining operations have initially have only expenses and they can't use the expenses. So they send those expenses to all the investors who've invested in it. Okay. So if your company is now paying tax at the highest bracket. And there are many reasons it could pay tax at the highest bracket. With the, you know, with the new changes in, in the taxation laws, what has happened is anything that is considered passive income ends up paying the highest taxes. So yep. if your corporation, say like myself, I'm a financial advisor. Yeah. I do mutual funds and you know, insurance and all that. But my holding company owns a property. Okay. And that property gains income. Now okay. that is considered passive income because okay. it is not being you I'm not generating that income by actually giving people advice and you know handling their uh, insurances okay. so that is taxed at the highest bracket so in okay. such a corporation to offset that 53% tax or 52 or whatever it is you can use this so okay. you've got to figure out where do you want to use it in my other operating company I basically pay taxes at 10 or 11% so okay. it wouldn't make that much sense so the okay. the biggest bang for your buck is in a situation where you are in the 53% tax bracket. Okay. And just to find out what tax bracket you are, you just ask your accountant. Right, right, right. It, it depends anyway. how much income you've earned. Like if you're a self-employed income, your income could be pretty high, right? It is, it is high, but the thing is our overhead charges are not that much, so we can't write off that much expenses. Exactly. So we're paying more in taxes, so... In yeah. order to uh, minimize those taxes, that's why I was thinking yeah. in doing an incorporation just to. Yeah, well, like, you, either you, way, you, I'm giving that twenty thousand to the government. I can put that twenty thousand here. I don't. Either way, if I lose it, lose it, or if I 
Right, exactly, exactly. So, caller, do you have Anita's telephone number? Yes, I have her number. Okay, good. Perfect. Do give her a call. Oh, yeah, I will. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Take care. So, Anita, this is great for even people who are not making a million dollars. Shushma, I'm generally a very conservative person. I don't leverage or anything. So, this is... Not for anyone who's make who who gets taxed in the highest bracket should be thinking about this. Might want to think about yeah. it. It's not something that I encourage everybody no. to go for. It's not something that I'm selling out no, no. that people need to do that you know I'm passionate about or anything. Right. But it is what I have found for myself is like okay if I'm going to give it in taxes, there's a chance that yeah. banega. And in my 2019, and I don't invest anybody's money where I have not invested. Right. Right. In my 2019, I didn't even have. I didn't have to buy it, but I had a, one client who wanted me to do it. Yeah. So I did it. And he is, of course, he's a salaried employee. And mm. he has progressed from, I just been, have been putting twenty, twenty, twenty thousand dollars He's He's progressed after the first year to 50000 mm. Because our 2019 uh, one did really well. But mm. if you do a ladder, so maybe mm. the 2020 may not do so well. Mm. But the 2019 has already distributed. I put in 20000 and it's already distributed back. 12,000 to me. Oh, wow. And wow. the value of it is 22. Wow. So I know I'm going to pay taxes on this, but right. it's a good problem to have. Yes. Considering I saved that much in taxes. In that right? particular year. Yeah. So it is a it is someone who needs to, like if, I, if, if a caller calls me and we go through it, I will be warning them, hey, you need to be <laughs> ready to give up, you know, right. to lose it. That's right. That's it. You have to be careful of that. And you wouldn't be any further down than actually paying the taxes. Anita can be reached at 604. Mm-hmm. Your telephone number. My number is 778. Oh, not 604. No. Nope. Please write down 778 998 998 8324. 8324. I strongly recommend that you text me. <laughs> yeah, text her and she might not answer right away, but she will. I will get back to you by the end of the day and in the she- middle of the night. But she will get back to you. Yes. Thank you, Anita. For with that, we come to the end of our show. Wo sabhi baatein jo aaj aapki nazron mein atki, khatki, aur dil mein samay un sab ko leke will be here tomorrow. And uh, we've got a fantastic show for you. Stay tuned for the drive home grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio. Or aapki request Nudin ke saath Radio Rim Jimpe. Uh, you and I will talk about your trip, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you will be back after what? 10th of March. 10th of March. So we'll see you after 10th of March. Thank you. Take care.